everybody, welcome back to Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. And as usual, off the top, I want to take the time out to thank each and every last one of you for tuning in, downloading, streaming. However you take my podcast, I appreciate it. Welcome back. Hey, if you're new, uh, yeah, let's just get going, man. Let's just get going. There we go. Had to readjust some of my screens here. There we go. Bam. All right. Come on. There we go. All right. Let's see. Is that in the way a little bit? There we go. All right, everybody. What's up? How's everybody doing? This is uh, episode 307 of Negro Please Radio. I'm your host, Chris Allen. That was a different uh, intro, but fuck it. Um... Yeah, as usual, uh, I'll start with my milestone. For those who don't know, we have a 10-year-old son. His name is Miles, and I like to talk about the different things that he's going through in his life. Sometimes it's big, sometimes it's small, sometimes it's nothing. And uh, now he's just, um, school's going well, band is going well for him. Uh, he's just, um, you know, he's growing a lot. And I really think it's time for him to do a... Uh, a med check because um, <laughs> he's been quite the emotional kid here lately. You know, uh, when that medicine wears off, he gets pretty irritable. Uh, just not just not as patient, you know, kind of a lot harder on himself, a little quicker to the emotion. So I, I think he's uh, outgrown his, his, his dosage. But you know what? He, he really is improving. He's He's really trying. But uh, yeah, it's just so funny, man. Because it's like uh, we 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 do bump heads, you know. We we obviously get along, but he's just like any other kid. He thinks he knows everything, you know. You try to help help him out. I know, Dad. I know. I know. I know. And with the ADHD, it's just like he can do maybe two of the three to four things you give him. You know, sometimes a lot of times we give him two things, he'll get one thing done. So it's a lot of reminding him, and he gets really upset. And I have to tell him, like, hey, man, no one's trying to bust your balls. No one's trying to be mean to you. No one's trying to make you do anything. No one's trying to hurt you. We're trying to help. I'm trying to help. And I find myself saying this quite a quite a bit to him. And the irony is uh, my wife says the same thing to me quite often. You know, there's a lot of stuff that I, I'm still working out and, and working on, trying to get better, trying to put my guard down. Not take everything as an attack, not being on the defensive all the time, not feeling like I have to justify why I did something, why I didn't do something. Um, and it's just, it's just seeing him kind of in that same space as me. It, it uh, I just want, I want better for him. You know, I want him to be able to communicate with better, with people better, you know, just have better relationships. And I, I think that would help him with his anxiety and, and you know, feeling inadequate and, and, and not, um, not being so hard on himself. Uh, we took some pictures yesterday, uh, some family pictures, and I, I will say this about my son. He, uh, I think this is where we really differ. It's just like he, he, will, he does like to look at himself. So I will say at least he's happy with how he looks. You know, I was, as a kid, I was never satisfied. I never thought I was, you know, good looking enough, all that kind of stuff. I was always comparing myself to my friends. They got girls, you know, I, I did not growing up. So that, that was something that was really, really, really hard on me, but uh, he's not really 
to be honest, he's just not there yet. But at least he likes, he doesn't think he looks bad. You know, we get dressed up. He, he likes to look at himself. He will say, I look good. I look nice. I like how I look. So uh, that that's good. Um, but yeah, it's just, it's just, just being a parent and seeing your flaws in your children and it just, it's just eye opening to go, Oh shit. Okay. Now I see why I was, I've been so difficult to deal with because I'm dealing with a 10 year old version of that. Now I see why this could be frustrating for my wife and other people in my family. Now I see, you know, and sometimes that's, that's what it takes. Uh, this week in therapy, man, uh, I had a I had a great session. Uh, it, it, it was just one of those uh, one of those sessions where you just have a, a big epiphany, and it kind of ties into the the thing with him, where it's just like, hey, I'm I'm not here to fight you, you know. I I my wife, I I had to realize that with my wife, you know, it's just like she's not here to fight you. I know it seems like she's breaking your balls sometimes, but it's all for the betterment of yourself. Uh, your relationship and for your family and uh like people when people think talk about marriage we really th think about like the um we kind of think of it from a an emotional standpoint you know but there really is a business uh if if you will sides to the marriage i mean obviously with the finances and all kind of stuff but i would say you got to take care of business as well as as far as it's like uh, just being there for your partner, making sure you're giving them what they need. You know, that's that's the business. They they need they need that. You got to, you know, take care of your business, not not only financially, but, you know, um, emotionally, you got to take care of your business. Uh, what's the other word I'm looking for? Just, yeah, emotionally being there for your for your spouse. Um being there for them to like uh, to um uh to vent you know you, you you have to be there that's that's like the the business end a lot of people just really feel like uh, just the marriage it's, it's just about like just going out and, and just like just relationship shit you know uh you you got to give your partner the things that they need yeah, and I and I realized like oh I'm kind of lacking on this shit. Like my wife is a very very organized person. Everything needs to be in a row, you know. She likes her schedule and all that kind of stuff. And that was something I was not giving her to give her some peace of peace of mind. And for me, that's that's the that's the business end of my uh, part of the business end of my uh, marriage and relationship is stepping out of my comfort zone with all the planning, the the schedules and stuff like that. That's I have to do that. In order to put her at, at, at you know, in a good space, that, that that kind of stuff needs to be in order for her, and for everybody's spouse, it, it may it may be different. You know, it took me a while to get on board with the with the calendar and stuff. I, I hated that idea, but once I did it, uh, I realized like, oh, this makes things a lot easier instead of trying to verbally communicate things, uh, and and coordinate schedules when there's actually something. That's around. You can you can write everything down. You can share it. You don't need to go back and forth and remember things. Because that's what I, I don't remember shit. Why why would I not want to do that? But my my initial uh, reaction to like, hey, we need a calendar. It's just like, no, we don't. We're, we're this is this is a marriage. We don't need we don't need a calendar. This isn't a business. Uh, 
that's exactly what I told her. Uh, we're, we're scheduling time now. Like we're just, um, yeah, there's, there's that part of the, uh, relationship. It's not all just the emotional shit. There's, there's admin shit to your marriage too. The, and that's the admin part of your marriage. It's, it's, it's keeping all that shit in a row, keeping your paper straight, so to speak. You gotta, uh, you gotta, you gotta work hard to play hard, man. So that that's the work, you know, schedules and 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 just and just trying to be there for. It. Oh, and to go back to the therapy thing, like, so I kind of got off track with the business and things, but like with the therapy, I realized like, uh, and all this shit sounds so corny when you hear people say it, but we really are like a, a team. And I think on paper, people look at my wife and I, and they go, "Oh man, this this is a great team." But what we haven't always and we don't always work together. You know, where I think we're both two ambitious people and we both want what's the, the best for our family. We we really do. We, we both have aspirations and goals. And I think sometimes I know at least I can only speak for myself. I know I can be so focused on that that I can drop the ball on a lot of things and – I think sometimes uh, she can too. But I will admit there are times, there were times where I was just so on my head. I didn't really um, recognize all the things that my wife was doing because I was just so wrapped up in my own shit, you know? And we're a team. I, I have to, like if I was on a basketball team and I'm putting up 15, I'm putting up 20, 25 points a game, right? And my wife is doing her thing too. She's putting up 20, 10 and I don't. I never say anything. It's not cool. But we're not winning all the time. That's because we're not really working together. And I, I and I told her like, look, we really, I really need to like, just get out of my head, get out of my way, and and get on the same page. Uh, you know, stop. Uh, basically, being my my own worst enemy, you know, just, I, I, sab I sabotage myself a lot of times. We, we all do. I think a lot of us do. We sabotage ourselves. We get in our head. Oh, she's mad at me. She's doing this. You know, they, they, they think I, you know, X, Y, and Z. Next thing you know, you and your partner, they're not even talking for, because of some shit that you thought about in your head. Like any good team, it's like we, we have the parts and the pieces, and sometimes we just, we, it's like, you know what, I know we need to win this game. And she's like, yeah, I know we need to win this game. And sometimes our game plans can be completely opposite, and, and it doesn't lead to a win. And I told her, it's just like we uh, we really need to work on our communication. I know I'm, I'm a big part of that because, uh, yeah, we need to start winning more. I want to win everything. I'll say that. I want to win everything. You know, people make a lot of assumptions about us. They, you know, I, we're a photogenic family. My wife does what she does. I do what I do. I think it looks really cool to people. I'm doing comedy. She does the fashion stuff. I mean, we kind of look like this artsy family. She's a good-looking woman. People have made all these assumptions, again, all these assumptions about how we are, how our marriage is. And, uh, yeah, our lives are not perfect at all. My, our marriage isn't perfect at all. But this, this, this session, man, at, at, in therapy, I was just like – Man, I just realized like sometimes I'm not being a great teammate. You know what I mean? I feel like I'm putting up the numbers, I'm doing all, but it's just like, hey, I really need to like uh, 
I, I really need to work on just being a a better teammate. I don't need to have the most points every night. And the thing is, I'm fine with that. But I I, I don't I feel like I've I've never really uh, voiced that. And I, and look, I'm fine with my road changer. When Shaq went to Miami, he was just like D Wade. This is your squad, and that's the thing, man. I'm not one of these dudes where I feel like I have to. I'm the guy. I have to make sure everything is uh everything falls on me. I felt like that way for a while, but I realized like, hey man, this is a this is a this shit goes both ways. You know? Shit goes both ways, man. I I I am completely fine with my wife being the uh the Jordan and me being the Pippin. I'm fine with that. You know? I'm I'm completely fine with that. I ha- I have no issues with with that at all. It's just it was just such a good session. I just realized, like, man, I'm not really, uh, I'm not being the team player that I that I should be, that I could be. We're, we we could be, we could be way better. You know, I don't I don't want to be the the couple that could have been. Because sometimes we we uh we we have different uh, visions as to how to get to a place. It's just like yeah, we we need to get on the same page here. You know, it, it really is. It, it really is about teamwork and 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 picking up the slack where your partner uh, falls short, and 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 vice versa. You know, just like a great teammate. Oh, you're not shooting well tonight. Well, okay, that's cool. That's all right. Hey, man. You know, we'll we'll figure this out. Or, or hey, keep shooting. I got your back. Keep shooting. Or let them know. Hey, I'm I'm gonna set you a higher screen. Hey, try to take that shit to the rack. They miss. Hey, that's a great shot. That's a great shot though. The next one to go in. Well, oh, they're not. They're not. They're not shooting well. Let me hit the boards harder. You know. Let me. Let me put myself in the position to uh, get the ball. Set me. Like I said, set my screens harder. Try to get some offensive. Do something. And I and I and I let her know that too. After that session, I go, Hey, man. Um. You know what? I I I I see how I'm fucking up, and I, I'm I'm ready to be the teammate that you need. And she was just like, I'm, I'm glad to hear that, and, and vice versa. And it's, and I'm not saying this is all on me or it's all on her, or that things are absolutely terrible. No, it's just like when you realize, like, oh man, I'm really not, I'm not really operating to my full of potential right now. You know, it's like we're doing all right, but we could be doing so much better, so much better. We could be better than 500, but it's just that I really need the therapy. It was just a, a, a rough couple of weeks. So I really needed that session, man. Just having my therapist listen to me one and then just, just talking me through like, Hey man, you just got to learn to accept the challenges, you know, just, just accept these challenges, step out of your comfort zone. That's the only way. To get better. Realize that there are areas you need to work on. And sometimes it just takes hearing it over and over again. You know, just go, oh, or you hear it a certain way. You go, okay, that that makes sense. But you really, you really, really got to put the work in. And again, I'm not saying anything's bad. It's just like things could be way better. You know, a lot of us, we really don't live up to our potential because it's it's not easy. You know, just like uh, it's not. It's not it's not it's not easy being 
even good is not being it's not easy to do. Being great definitely not not easy to do. But you know, I'm, I'm ready ready to challenge myself and and, and really just uh, go through some. Go through some uh, some growth, some tough growth periods. You know, it's, it's gonna hurt, but in, in the long run, in the end, it's 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 worth it. Um, so we just gotta, yeah. This communication is key. That's all I can really say, man. Just communicate, communicate, communicate. Be open to new ideas, uh, and just talk about goals and all that kind of stuff. It's like we all, and that's the thing. We both want the same thing, but we just really haven't sat down and, and talked about it. And sometimes. Uh, what I'm trying to do and what she's trying trying to do, it 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 pushes and pulls against each other and it, it's that's not helpful. So it's just getting on the same page, the same sheet of music, you know, just just like a team. It's like, hey man, we we gotta really practice hard together. So when we get out there, when it's real, you know, we can we can uh, uh, we can deliver. So, but uh, all right, I gotta I, I don't yeah. I hate doing these. I hate doing these, but uh, once again, we we lost yet a, a, another rapper to some, uh, you know, nonsense, uh, man. And look, man, I'm sick of people blaming rap lyrics. You know, a couple of days ago, actually it was a Halloween morning, night, whatever you want to call it, uh, takeoff of Migos was shot and killed in, in Houston. Uh, apparently, I'm not, I can't say over a dice game, but he was at a bowling alley where a dice game was taking place. He was with Quavo. Apparently Quavo was losing. Things got out of hand. Guns were drawn. Shots were fired. Uh, takeoff apparently had nothing to do with this situation at all, but him trying to get up and get out of the situation he was shot uh and and uh he died you know sucks and i gotta say this too man tmz and these blog sites y'all fucking foul for putting these videos up of people you know literally dying their dead bodies they're bleeding out you know people are crying and shit it's just like people are just experiencing the biggest tragedy of their life and you're just standing there filming it and look and i'll i'll say this it's one thing to film if you want to turn that shit over to the police i mean that this is this is how people are they film the holocaust i mean we've once we had that ability to record shit we were like we're recording everything from the holocaust to some man putting a fist in someone's asshole it, it's gonna happen. And I was talking to a friend of mine who happens to be Jewish. And, I, you know, I'm, I go, you know what? And I was just like, I'm I'm not saying it is good that someone uh, recorded those events during uh, World War II. But I am glad someone did. Because even today, you have people that deny that that shit happened. They deny that the Holocaust was real. And there's thousands of hours of footage of it. Black and white, color, American, German, just all photos, millions of photos. And people go, nah, that shit ain't real. So just, just imagine if no one actually took pictures or videoed any of that. Not that it was good. But you have the proof. You go, hey, yes, this did happen. This was real. 
And again, you still have deniers with all the footage we have of that. Same with slavery. I'm glad people took pictures. I'm, I'm sure there's a video out there saying, I'm glad someone had the, the so I had, I'm glad someone did. For, I, don't, I don't care what their reasoning was, but I'm glad someone did. That's proof that this shit happened because you know this country. Hey, there's no pictures of it. That shit ain't happened. That ain't real. Prove it. Now, I say that to say, now, if, you, if you're recording something like that and you want to hand it over to the police, like, hey, these, this is everybody that was involved. This was crazy. Here you go. But that's not really what it's for. I mean, people are doing it to sell it, to post it, to go, I was, I was there. I saw it. I'm not cool with that. And then selling it to, like, TMZ and, and these blog sites just so they can post it, man. And it's just clearly for, it's for clickbait. It's for likes. It's for money, man. You're, you're profiting off. I mean, the tragic death of these people, man. I think that's gross. I think that's disgusting. Now, I'm, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna be. I'm not gonna be one of those people that blame lyrics, man. I, I'm not. I mean, what? What? Were 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 the uh, gangsters in the twenties? Were they listening to rap music? Or violent music? No. When our inner cities started to collapse, what were they listening to in the 60s and 70s? Was it, was it gangster rap, hip-hop? No. That shit's going to happen regardless. These people are just talking about the shit that they grew up around. And it's your job, our job as parents, if you have kids, to go, hey, man, hey, young lady, you ain't listening to this shit right now. Go listen to something else. This is, this is not for you. You're too young. You're too impressionable. Because I feel like, and I've said this so many times before, I feel like when you say that, you feel like black people are too dumb or too stupid to separate real from uh, fake, from real life from fantasy. That's that's music. Yeah, they're talking about real shit that they've experienced and seen. But it's music. It needs to be, you need to let your kids know, hey, all this shit ain't real, man. Or like they came from this, but that's not the life you want. A lot of those dudes, the life they're talking about, a lot of those guys don't make it out. That they definitely don't make it out to become uh, the type of uh, success that they've become. Migos, little baby. Yeah, it happens, but it's not going to happen for everybody. This country was founded on violence, man. It's, it's not an excuse. It, it, it is what it is. I mean, these folks are just rapping and talking about what they've seen, what they've grown up doing, things they've experienced. You're going to tell them they can't do that? It's our job as parents, man, to let our kids know, hey, this is this is a little bit much. This is pretty graphic. It's a lot of violent language, a lot of sexual stuff. And, and, and a lot of kids are very, very impressionable. They're also in that same position, and they want to get out. And let's be real, man. Nobody wants to hear a rap about motherfuckers going to school and going to college and getting a job and, 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 and investing. <laughs> no, no one wants to do that. That's not going to make money. I, I just I don't know what fantasy world you're living in. That's that's a lecture. You can you can get that somewhere else. 
Now, rappers want to rap, talk about that shit because there are that, that talk about it from time to time. Yeah, I, I get that. But that's not the shit that's going to hit. It's, it never has. That, that doesn't strike a chord. That's not going to get people emotionally fired up. That's not, that's not how music works. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> that's, that's not what it, it's not what, it's not what it does. It tells stories. All right. About pain, love, uh, shit like that. Not fucking science class. Now, can you make a cool science song? Absolutely. But motherfucking, how many fucking deoxyribose, nucleic acid, uh, sulfur? I, you don't want to hear that shit all day. About motherfucking mitochondria? You want to hear about titties and fucking guns and shit? <laughs> you do. All right, you want to, it's a fantasy thing. I just, I'm sick of people blaming the lyrics. Blame yourselves. All right. And this this thing of like uh, and whenever this kind of stuff happens, all of a sudden it, it becomes, oh, this is the state of the black community. It's not that's not the case. Oh, look, look it up. We, we're, you, you hear people, uh, white people in this country, conservative. We, we're not killing each other. Stop lying. This is this is outrageous. The violence over the last three, four years, the way people have treated uh, fast food workers, airline employees, school board members, teachers. Politicians. I mean, Paul Pelosi, which is he's an 82 year old man, just beating the head with a hammer over lies. And yet you want to talk about rap lyrics ruining the, uh, the community. What about politicians getting on stage and lying to millions of people? On their social media, lying to millions of people. Causing them to go out and, and, and uh Watch drop boxes. They're following people, taking pic- pictures of people at polls. And again, fighting fast food workers, airline employees, attacking school board members, uh, death threats, uh, 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 physically attacking politicians. I mean, we're we're on the cusp of like political violence I've, I have never seen in my life. We're right on the edge of it, right on the edge of it, of it becoming the norm. Yeah, I don't want to talk about that. You know, whenever whenever this kind of shit happens, it's like all of a sudden all those all those politicians that spot all that rhetoric, all of a sudden they're not responsible. I'm not responsible for what people do. I I, I had nothing to do with that. Uh, but yeah, you're yelling to a bunch of people that Nancy Pelosi should be punished by death, hang this guy, kill this person. We know where you live, and when shit happens, I, I don't know. But you can you can draw a, a, a draw you can draw a quick line. When a rapper's like, yeah, I shot this nigga back, and then somebody gets shot, oh, look at the music. White conservative politicians, uh, I mean, just because I said take aim at the competition and blow their heads off, that doesn't mean that's what I meant. I mean, it, we're talking in metaphors here. It's just like, uh, rappers talking metaphors. See, why, why do we, we, we are held responsible for our words. There's, there's, there's no peaceful white society all right i mean look at ukraine russia that's that's white countries how many how many hundreds or or a couple thousands of people have died there look at the destruction there they're destroying their own neighborhoods they're destroying whole countries they're killing innocent kids i mean it seems like every week there's some uh young white kid on trial for mass murder 
But y'all want to y'all want to ignore that. Everything black people do. Look at them. And I'm not I'm not going to allow this to speak for the black community because I mean even I mean look at Houston. It happened in Houston. Oh, I saw somebody on Twitter uh, on Twitter. Oh, I'm, I'm not going to Houston. Houston Okay, that that's one incident in an area at, a, at an event you would have not have had access to. You would you wouldn't have been there. I'm not going to hang that on the entire city. I'm not going to hang that on you know and on Atlanta with all the shit going on there. I'm not going to say that is the city. Yeah, it's part. It's it needs to be uh, worked on and fixed. But that's not it. I'm not. That's not the state of black people. Both of those cities have huge populations of black people doing very well. Very well. Real estate, lawyers, doctors, entrepreneurs. I mean, the exotic, the dance game out there is crazy. There's a lot of black people out there doing very, very well. Same with Atlanta. Yeah, in them hoods, you got people getting shot left and right. But also, Buckhead, all those areas, you have so many black people doing so well. So well. The number of black women going graduating from college is, is insane right now. Are there areas we need to work on? Absolutely. But I'm not going to lay this on the, on the, uh, make this the state of how things are in the black community. Oh, everybody getting shot. It's happening across the board. And I'm not, I'm not saying it's Okay. I'm not saying it's okay, but let's let's not ignore all the problems. We we're, we're quick to come over to the black community and go, oh y'all fucking up. Let's take let's let's uh, let's um let's back up. Let's widen that lens a little bit before we start shitting on the black community. But all I can say is, man, is, is rest in peace to take off. Uh, it, it's a tragedy, man. It, it sucks to see these young dudes just dying like this and they got so much to live for. I mean, the, they got family, the kids, I mean, and, and the, to be honest, they have dope lifestyles. You got a lot to lose. You got a, we, they had a, he had a lot to lose, man. And, and, it, and, it, and it sucks. You know, we don't really know the entire situation, how that shit went down, but man, it's just, it's just, it's gotta stop. It's got to stop, man. I, I, we just, yeah, it, it, it has to stop. And we have to realize too, man. And, and you know, and I, and I don't know if this is the case, but when when we start to try to like better ourselves, you you have to learn to move on, you know. And that it's not about this. Isn't only pertaining to like getting money. Like whenever you playing basketball, you playing an instrument, you got this certain kind of job. It's just like you got to learn to leave certain things behind. You got to learn to leave certain things and, and people behind. And you might want to still partake in certain activities, but you might have to change the environment. It, has, it might have to be a little bit more controlled than you you're used to. You gotta realize, hey, I'm not, I'm not the same, man. I got I got a little bit more to lose here. I, I can't go out and hang out with these people. I can't go over here. You know, if I do go, I got to make sure it's, it's, it's during a certain time of the day or I can only stay for a certain amount of time. And eventually you got to go, you know what, I got to start coming here. 
It's not that I don't love the people here. It's not that I don't like the activity. But, like, if shit goes bad here, I mean, one, if it's, one, something could happen to me. But even worse, if something happens to someone else, and you being the person of uh, status or someone that has something to lose, you're the biggest person there. Next thing you know, your name is associated with some bullshit that you had nothing to do with. And you can ruin everything you had all because you were hanging around the wrong people. I mean, look, look at Michael Vick. And I'm not saying that dude was uh, innocent at all. But with the dog fighting, nobody cared about anybody else but him. So it's just, uh, uh, yeah, uh, we, we, we have to do better. We have to educate our kids on, on, on this kind of stuff. Hey, man, this, this ain't for you. Talk to your kids about the type of music and, and TV and the kind of shit that they watch. It is entertainment, but it's not for everybody. Like for me, I can't handle supernatural shit. That, that shit makes me, I can't sleep. And for gangster rap, all that kind of stuff, that, that might be it for somebody. It might make some people feel really, really bad about themselves. You got to realize, like, hey, you know what? This ain't healthy for me. I, I can't listen to this. I can't watch this. Well, that being said, there's a show. That's a show. Um, yeah, I'll be going to Norman's wedding next week. Uh, I think I'll be in. I'm going to try to get on somewhere in D.C., but I got a lot of stuff coming up, man. I'm excited. I'll be in New Haven, Connecticut with Norman at the uh, some like a college something theater. I can't remember the name of it, but December 2nd. I will be in uh, yeah Connecticut at a theater. Uh, December 9th and 10th, I'll be out in Denver. 15th through the 17th, I'll be in D.C. So I'm excited. I got, yeah, a bunch of stuff coming up. I'll be in New York area for a little bit. D.C., uh, Denver, and next year... I'm looking to go to Austin, uh, L.A., and, yeah, the Bahamas. So, uh, all right. Oh, oh, I hope you guys had a good Halloween. We didn't really do shit. We went to a skating party. It was fun. I wore my old uniform. She dressed up like a doll, and he was uh, a Minecraft character. A Minecraft character. All right, I'm out. Peace. Have a great day.